We know your time is valuable, so we appreciate you giving us some of it and joining us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics, as always, right here in our studios. And we visit with a man named Burrow, not Joe, but Dad Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy talks about Joe. Jimmy's and Joe's, gotta love it. <laughs> Joe Burrow has got some medical limitations. What's going on with his ability to play the quarterback position because of that calf strain? And everybody knows it, everybody can see it, and nobody knows it and can see it as readily as, as his dad. Jimmy Burrow, and he talks about that, talks about the frustrations of trying to overcome it, um, and it, it, it's very difficult. It's difficult for Joe. It's difficult for Jimmy to see Joe go through it. Football gods were not kind to Joe Burrow because he was in unbelievable shape to start this football season, and they said, oh, we're going to throw a little chink in the armor and see how you can handle it. But we talk about that. We talk about uh, how we're going to kind of compartmentalize, move on, turn it around, get the season going. Nobody knows that more than Jimmy Burrow, having been a successful coach as he was for his entire career. One of the best defensive minds that there was in college football. You're going to like what Jimmy Burrow has to say about his son, Joe, and about the Cincinnati Bengals and the game of football. We welcome you once again to In the Trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics. As always, we're coming to you from our studios provided by First Star Logistics, and we have a very, very special guest with us today, Jimmy Burrow, who was a heck of a football player himself and a heck of a football coach himself, and he's got a son that's pretty good, Joe Burrow. Yeah, the guy can play. There's no question about that. Jimmy, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me, Dave. So I'll tell you what, I feel every time I think about it, it's like Joe busted his butt in the off season, working out, getting ready. I mean, he looked in unbelievable shape, the best I've ever seen him. I mean, I know he was working his harder, harder than he ever has, if that's possible. And the football gods say, <laughs> thou shalt have a calf problem. I mean, what the heck? Yeah. What, what, what rotten luck that is. You know, who knows? He's, he's knock on wood. He's very rarely over his whole career missed uh, games other than the uh, uh, rookie year with the knee injury. But there seems to be something here and there that, that, that creeps up. And, uh, uh, you know, it was unfortunate because like you said, he, he was, in his mind, the best best shape that he had he had been in, and uh, he works hard in the off season as as they all do. And uh, he thought they were clicking on all cylinders with the offense when when he when he had the calf strain. So uh, you know it's it's been an uphill battle since then for sure. I mean, calf strains, calf injuries are so tricky. I mean, it's one of the more tricky injuries. Did you ever have any calf issues when you were playing, Jimmy, or when you were coaching? Did you ever have any yeah. players that had calf problems that you had to deal with? Yeah, I mean, we we did, and 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 I've I've had calf strain, and uh, you know, I I had them actually after my playing career when when just working out and that sort of thing. So, uh, but I I understand the uh, the fact that it that it takes uh, time. You, you need to rest and. 
you know, Joe had a, a good amount of rest there when he first did it. And then, you know, time is of the essence at, at once the season starts. So uh, it can be nagging for, for uh, you know, several weeks, uh, a whole season. Uh, I mean, I've, I've read things uh, where other players, Aaron Rodgers, you know, you have to find a way to manage it, and and uh, I know Joe and the Bengals are trying to to do that. I do know one thing: if there's a pain tolerance, you know, scenario, <laughs> there's nobody tougher than your son. I mean, it, this dude. <laughs> I I talked to him after the after the victory uh, uh, earlier this year that 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 he just got it out against the L.A. Rams, and I said, you know what you did was inspirational and you kind of like, you know, half smiled a little bit and it was cause it was right after, right after the game. And I can only imagine, I mean, I, I know I've talked to people, I never really had a calf injury like that, but I've talked to people that have, and they say, man, when that thing pulls, when that thing yanks, when you re-aggravate it, man, yeah. it's, it's, it's no, it's no joke, man. It's no joke. And uh, there's, there's some serious uh, issue and pain issues there, but, yeah. I tell you, Joe, Joe has got a high pain tolerance, doesn't he? He does. I, I think, uh, you know, that's certainly been, been proven and he's, he's always healed, uh, uh, fast. And, uh, you know, that's, I think this is why I'm sure it's, uh, frustrating to him because he hasn't, he hasn't been able to bounce back as, as quickly as, as some of the other things over, over the years. So, uh, uh, tough injury. Uh, it's the NFL, so those things happen, and and uh, you know we've had uh, confidence in in the the Bengals and their training staff and doctors that they're doing everything they can to to uh, to get him uh, ready to play on Sunday and to get him well. It's just uh, as as we've we've talked about, it's just it's taking time. Yeah, I mean, he, he's being medically cleared to play, and and knowing your son, he's going to play. I mean, the dude yeah. is playing. There's, there's no two ways about it. Um, but when you when you watch him, uh, it's it's almost it's almost like oh man, you feel for him because you know things that he would do, uh, you know, climb the pocket, get out of the pocket, the the nakeds, the bootlegs, the um, all those kind of things aren't you know just aren't part of the game plan. It's, it's, it's so limited. Yeah. I mean, the, the game plan has been shrunken, you know, because of the medical situation that's got to be frustrating as hell to joe yeah it is scrambling uh extending plays um movement in the pocket uh you know that's that's a a, a strength of his that uh, he's always utilized uh, all, all the way back to to high school and even before that to to create big plays and explosive plays and uh um you know the limitations of of that movement certainly uh, you know create obstacles in 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 the offense uh, when it comes to uh, explosive plays and and I think you know we've we've all seen that the last uh, few weeks. Yeah, Joe mentioned that he even had to um, you know kind of alter the mechanics slightly because you know didn't want to put too much torque or you know push too hard. Yeah off of that calf. And so now, you know, it's like, man, the release point, everything, everything's all, everything's changed a little bit. And, and when a ball goes higher, goes high and wide or whatever, it's totally understand because you're not throwing with the same mechanics you did before. And I'll tell you what, this, this guy's mechanics, it's like the art of quarterbacking, watch him, yeah. watching him throw. 
I mean, his, his mechanics are unbelievable. And, you know, you even have to, man, I don't know if I can rip this thing and, and transfer my weight and do all the things that I, I want to do here. I mean, it, it's just, it's it just like a force multiplier. I mean, it just kind of, yeah. kind of becomes an issue. I know when he was uh, sitting during camp, those, whatever that was, four or five weeks, uh, uh, you know, there was limited throwing just because of what you said in his mind, he, he didn't want to, uh, you know, make, make adjustments that, that would affect those mechanics. But once again, you, you get into uh, game mode, uh, you, you, you got to find a way that to try to be successful. And, and, uh, uh, you know, part of that is, uh, you know, m making throws m maybe mechanically that in, in a fashion that he's not always used to. So, um, it's a work in progress, uh, Dave, there's, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, but I'm, I'm still confident that, uh, you know, we're going to turn that thing around and, and get it going and, and, uh, I, I'm thinking this is a week. I hear that. I hear that, sir. And <laughs> the, the other part of it is, is too, I mean, you, you, you're a brilliant defensive mind coached at a high level for, for a bunch of years. And these uh, defensive coaches are like, okay, well, wow. You know, Joe's fairly stationary mm -hmm. here and we're going to, we're going to really crowd the line of scrimmage. You know, we're going to play like we're playing red zone defense a little bit here wow. and, and try to test them, make them throw it deep and take away some of the short intermediate stuff. And I mean, it started with Cleveland. Cleveland just really was aggressive with everything and uh, played some pretty darn good defenses. And I mean, Joe's probably seeing looks like, man, if I were, if I were a hundred percent go, I would kill you people. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's gotta be so, I can't imagine the yeah. frustration you must be feeling. Well, and that uh, I'm sure, you know, the whole line, uh, you know, they're saying things that, that they normally don't see and, yep. And if, if they uh, miss miss uh, read a protection or something, once again, Joe's uh, one of his strengths has always been able to, to 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 get out of there, and and now you know it's it's just it's just tough on them uh, to 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 know that if if uh, if there's a breakdown, uh, you know Joe m maybe hasn't been able to to extend the play like he normally does. That just puts added pressure on. Uh, you know, everybody on, on, on the offense, the, the line, the running backs to, to block the receivers to, you know, recognize coverages earlier so that, so that Joe can, can try to get that ball out quickly. And, and uh, um, that, that, uh, that, you know, those defensive coordinators are paid a lot of money as, as well as the defensive players. And, uh, you know, they see, see what's on film and, and uh, make, make their, uh, game plans accordingly i think i think i saw three free runners i swear on one <laughs> play where and 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 they all kind of got to got to joe and, and i'll tell you what I mean he just gets up dusts himself off yeah. i mean it's 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 remarkable to watch i'll tell you though I, you must have been really nervous because i know i was nervous when he went to the sideline after that one hit and he was checking his elbow and i'm thinking oh my god don't, don't yeah. tell me. you know and th those are the kind of those are the worst nightmare nightmare kind of things uh you know as a as a football coach you're thinking one thing but as a dad as a parent <laughs> you're thinking a whole bunch of other things yeah i mean we'll never take the the mom and dad out of the equation that's right. that's for sure so uh you know we're we're pretty much watching him every play i uh, i try to watch downfield uh sometimes with coverages and 
and those type things. But inevitably, uh, the the uh, the dad uh, goggles go back on, and I, I I go back to watching the protection and watching the quarterback. So, uh, uh, but again, it's it's part of the NFL. Uh, Joe understands that. Uh, and uh, you know he's he's going to deal with it, and uh, uh, he and the and the Bengals are going to get themselves out of this little slump here soon. Uh, in the in the Rams game, when when they faked the toss and Joe came out, you know the opposite direction on a on a bootleg, getting out into space. I mean, the Rams they said after the game, you know Joe hadn't been moving very much, so we didn't even consider that. And I mean, everybody, the backside defensive end, everybody chased the pitch. And Joe came out and hit uh, Jamar for the 43 yard of the longest yeah. play they've had this season. And I, you know, the coaches were checking with Joe. You know, it it looks like it'd be a, we might be able to run this play. The, the backside's really, really chasing. And Joe's like, yeah, I can do it. I mean, man, that was a gutsy yeah. thing to do right there because you just don't know. You just don't know, do you? No, I mean, the movement of the pocket, uh, it just creates, uh, a lot of indecision on the on the defense. It uh, creates an advantage for for again the offensive line and sure. and uh, uh, so you you uh, kind of uh, decrease the the amount of movement in the pocket. It certainly puts a burden on on really uh, everybody that's out there and especially the offensive line. So um, I I know I know Joe and Joe and Jamar. I mean they hook up for 12, 12 catches for Jamar for 141 yards, a career high, 12 catches. And it's, it's, uh, it's typical, typical yeah. of the media. Uh, Jamar gives a two and a half uh, minute answer to a question. And all they do is take one snippet where he said, I'm always open, you know, and, and blow that up into a, whatever they're trying to blow it up into. Uh, yeah. They're not going to play the two and a half minutes, but they'll play that one little, that one little snippet that they think they can create controversy or whatever the case may be. Um, but it's, and Jamar was one, I mean, that they're friends first and yeah. foremost, and not only football teammates, but fast friends as well. And he's like, rest him, <laughs> sit him, man. You know, well, get, you know, get, him, get him well. <laughs> it's normal to, to be frustrated. I mean, you, you wouldn't, you, those guys wouldn't be as competitive as, as they are if, if, if they didn't, occasionally show some frustration you try not to but yep. uh, it's it's human nature uh, imagine all the the people with with jobs other than professional football players if they had a camera on them after every uh business deal that went down or or uh, <laughs> uh, some kind of argument in 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 the uh, uh, in the room so um i think it's it's tough and and you're going to see some of those things i mean it happens really in, in every sport and, and every athlete experiences that, that frustration. And, and, uh, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's part of it, I think. You know, it, it's remarkable. Uh, you know, Joe, in a couple of occasions, it's like, okay, well, I'm playing because <laughs> I look at 0-3 and, and I look at maybe retweaking my calf and it's much worse to be 0-3. I want to, I want to, play for my teammates. I, I, I love my teammates and I, I want to be there. I want to be part of it. That's him in a nutshell. Um, you know, and yeah, he's, it, it, and the other thing is after the, this last game, 
uh, we're not going to let this break us apart. You know, we're, we're in a we're in a tough tough stretch right now, but we're gonna we're gonna turn it around. We're gonna get things taken care of, and we're not going to let this uh, break us apart. That's your son in a nutshell, right? Well, yeah, and I I think I've mentioned this before, probably on on your show and other uh, interviews that uh, you know Zach and Mr. Brown and and uh, and uh, everybody uh, has has made sure that part of the the reason they signed free agents and draft people is is because of the character they've they've shown in the past, and that that's why you do it because in in times like this, then uh, you know that that character has to to keep the team together and and uh, uh, be able to move forward. So uh, I, I don't have any reservations that that uh, uh, th- there's issues in the locker room. I I think. I think it's 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 strong as ever, and as I said, you know, character, strong character, gets you through tough times. And and uh, uh, the leaders of that that team, whether it's the the coaching staff, the ownership, uh, Joe, uh, anybody else uh, there that's that's a leader, is is going to to do what they normally do, and and that's uh, that's be strong, be committed, and uh, be focused on the next opponent. I can't imagine what life must be like for Joe. I mean, I, when when um, when Joe got in the golf cart with Mike Brown and took that little that little trip, and 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 Joe got out and they're like, "Oh, Joe's smiling. Oh, Joe's grimacing. What what yeah. did they what did they yeah. talk about? I mean, it's like, hey, uh, is there anybody? Can I have a private life like anybody else? Can can I be left alone <laughs> a little bit? I mean, everybody yeah. wants to know everything about Joe. There's no doubt. Yeah, that. That privacy, uh, uh, that's, that's been gone for, for several years now, but, uh, once again, he's, uh, he's always respectful of, of the people doing the interviews, respectful of, of the fans and, uh, but, but it's tough at times, you know, everybody uh, can, can do it, handle the media and do interviews, uh, when things are great. But, uh, I think our guys have, have shown, you know, for the most part, uh, that they can handle those type uh, things and adversity with the with the media and with fans even even in tough times and that's that's uh, uh, I think that's one of the strengths of our our football team is to is to to block out the noise and and uh, just try to find ways to to get better and move forward. In uh, in these type of situations, I know I know that I know how I was when my son was playing high school sports and college sports or whatever, it's like, I'm going to be the dad first, you know, and I'm not going to talk about whatever. Uh, he gets plenty of talk about that anyway from coaches and whatever else. I'm still going to be the dad. So I'm sure that's your relationship with Joe as well. I mean, you're first and foremost, you know, Joe looks to you as as his dad and, and wants yeah. to talk to you as his dad. Um, but, man, it has to be it has to be really, really difficult for help him dealing with the with the frustration and the initial disappointment of, of, uh, of that injury, because like we were talking about, he was so ready to roll at such a high level physically. I mean, it just doesn't seem fair, man. Well, his mom, you know, Rob and I are always there for him. I mean, we don't spend a lot of time, uh, really pushing him to, to, uh, to, to tell us about uh, every little detail, whether it's injury or, or the game or, or whatever. We just make sure he's, uh, 
he's okay afterwards and then toward the end of the week we'll we'll give him give him a call and uh, uh we'll, we'll go from there but you know we're we're at every game uh, just like always and uh you, you know our uh attitudes go up and down uh <laughs> depending on uh success or or failure of of uh the game and plays and uh i'd be lying to say it uh, didn't affect us you know even for for a few days afterwards but i think that's the uh you know not only the mom and dad but the the coach in me that that feels for for really that whole football team when things aren't going good and and you have a have a loss like like we did uh, on sunday yeah and, and and final question uh jimmy and appreciate you spending so much time with us here you as a as a defensive coach um have you and a coach in general have you ever seen a game where for three and a half quarters it's a three to three game both teams are you know doing about the same sort of thing but one half of a quarter the second half of the second quarter when they put 21 points on the board yeah. i mean in a six play spin they had like 150 Odd yards and, and three touchdowns. I mean, it it was uh, it was crazy. Have you ever seen a half a quarter like that unfold the way it did? Well, I I probably and some <laughs> of them were, were against me when I was coaching. So, uh, uh, but uh, that's that's football. That's why people love the NFL. I think because you know who would have predicted that? Uh, who would have predicted some of these other scores that that you see around the NFL on on uh, on Sunday. I mean, who would have even predicted that it was kind of one-sided last night for the most part with the with the uh, Seahawks and 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 the Giants for for the most part. So, uh, you know, the there's so so much of a, a thin razor thin difference in, in in NFL teams, and I think that's why uh, every game is 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 so competitive and. Uh, you know, the teams that are supposedly considered uh, n not that good can beat the teams that, that are considered really good. And you, you have to be, you have to be on it really every week or things like that could happen. And, and uh, uh, you know, you just hope that for the most part they're, they're happening for us and, and, and the Bengals, but we were on the short end of that one on Sunday for sure. It is. It's, it's 17 one game seasons. It's crazy because the week before, Cleveland put it on Tennessee 24-3 the exact same way. And Tennessee has 92 yards offense, and Henry has 20 yards on 11 carries. I mean, it's a it's a total domination. Yeah. And then the next week, you know, it gets flipped. Look at the Miami Dolphins, 70-20. to 20, they, they 726 yards offense against Denver. I mean, win by 50 points. And then the next week, they go to Buffalo, and they get beaten by 28, 48-20. So... You just never know. I mean, from one week to the next, matchups are different. There's injuries. There's, I mean, you name it. There's all kinds of things, and that's what makes the NFL the NFL. I agree, Jimmy. Well, coaching, you know, I, I think, you know, having been in it for so many years, I, I don't uh, think everybody. Well, I know not everybody understands, you know, what what the the coaches go through in in the course of a week, and and then the you know, to, to have that, you know, happen like that. Uh, and, and then to, to have to rewatch it on, on uh, Monday or Sunday night on a plane and then Monday, and then find reasons why 
those type things happen and make adjustments and um uh you know coaching is is uh is is a tough job and uh those guys spend hours you know trying to make things right and uh once again i'm uh, i'm i'm confident that that they will and and uh that the bengals uh, will will still end up having a great season and and uh you know as well or better than anybody i mean you can have all these complica- complex complicated uh, things and packages and all that, but if you miss 12 tackles and give them 100 extra yards because of missed tackles, it's going to put you put you in a pinch. And that's what Luan Arumo is talking about. You know, lamenting 12 yeah. missed tackles. He said, you know, we're one of the better tackling teams. We miss maybe four or five a game, and to miss 12, that uh, that's yeah. that's a and, well, and, and that's correctable. <laughs> tackling is probably the the most difficult. Uh, thing to, to do and in, in, uh, f- for a football team, uh, for a defense, for sure. And, you know, if you ranked the uh, degrees of difficulty of, of uh, one through 10, number one would, would be tackling these, these great receivers and these great running backs. And, uh, uh, you know, you don't, you don't spend as much time probably actually physically tackling than than once upon a time because of the injury factors right. and and right. uh i think it shows up sometimes i mean dave you know in the past uh, when you play when i played there were some live tackling drills uh in in uh, in practice and and sometimes even during the during the season but um uh, it, it just can't you can't do it anymore and it, it makes it makes tackling uh, even more difficult I remember uh, the best uh, team and the best season I ever experienced. The 1981-82 Bengals went to Super Bowl 16. Forrest Gregg was our head coach. And uh, as well as that season was going, he was a Vince Lombardi guy and believed in the physicality of it. And you go, okay, gentlemen, we're going to have a little goal line, and it's live. You guys ready? It's live. <laughs> I mean, it'd be well, cool. live tackle. It was like, man, we're getting after it. And it's like, this, this is like Friday before the game on Sunday. It was crazy. Right. I, some was, coaches still still do it. Uh, some coaches never uh, have live uh, tackling. Uh, and and uh, who knows, you know, what's what's the best way to 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 really, you know, get get to a season healthy, get through a season. Uh, healthy, but you know, coaches have different philosophies. And I mean, LSU. If if you watch the, those practices during the course of the of the week, uh, most people would have cringed to see uh, what was going on uh, with with the physicality of their practices. But uh, but but it worked. You know, fifteen and old, the national championship. But uh, you you go to. Uh, I, I knew Oregon once upon a time when when uh, our coaches went to Oregon and uh, they they never there, there was not very physical at all during practice and and then all of a sudden you know they got uh, one of the best uh, programs there is so different ways to to do things and to be successful and and uh, we we just gotta uh, you know keep our the, the guys just gotta keep their heads down uh, and work hard and uh, rely on the coaches, which they do, and rely on each other and uh, get this thing turned around. No question. And the, the bottom line is they got to believe. And I know those <laughs> guys believe, man. They believe in each other. They think the world of each other. There's no question. So it'll it'll turn. 
it'll turn. There's no doubt about that. And I appreciate you, uh, you giving us your thoughts and observations and knowledge. You're a, you're a football man through and through. <laughs> we appreciate you, Jimmy. Well, I, I appreciate, uh, you having me on, I always enjoy it. And, uh, I look forward to the next time. Thank you, sir. Have a great one. All right. Thank you. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.